Welcome to this week's edition of the Retail Risk Podcast, sponsored as always by Axis Communication, and thanks to our ever-growing list of supporting partners, 3X Logic, Mighty, and Aura. Now, my guest this week is Darren Conway. Darren is the Group Strategy Director at Lodge Service. Lodge operates internationally and is a third-generation family business with 100 years, maybe 100 years plus now, of continuous experience, offering everything from profit protection, integrated technology, fire, physical security, gardening, canine, and vehicle solutions. Now, back to Darren, though. Uh, many of you will know him as a vastly experienced individual in this arena, has held senior positions in loss prevention across a variety of retailers, including Fraser's Group, Superdry, TGX, Debenhams, and of course, uh, vendor side now with Lodge. So welcome, Darren. Thank you, Paul. Lovely to see you. Yeah, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Um, if only we could have uh, captured what you and I were talking about before we came on air and had that as part of this week's podcast, I think that would have been Terrific. They kept the lawyers busy for weeks on end, but we will leave that part where it is. So um, the real reason for today's uh, podcast is to talk about retail risk Cape Town, which I'm delighted to announce is returning in March 2023 on the 9th to the absolutely glorious Radisson Blue waterfront in Cape Town. And the reason that you're here and the most interesting bit is that Lodge are title sponsoring that conference, which is amazing. So first question for you, why have Lodge Service decided to get involved and back the return of Retail Risk Cape Town? Probably because you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, that's not true. Well, it's one thing to ask, but then you said yes. And in my younger day, well, we weren't going to but anyway, on. let's part that up. So um, <laughs> it wasn't at all. I think, I think we asked you, actually. But uh, yeah, from, from our side, genuinely, Paul, is... Um, Clearly, from uh, Lodge's experience, we've been out there since 1968, so over 50 years now. We've been trading out in uh, South Africa, which is always nice. So it made sense with the, you know, what you guys do within the UK and uh, other areas. It made sense with our brand out there and our business out there. Clearly, to to try and put us back on the map and what what's happening. Try and beat some of the big boys that we keep facing ourselves up against and uh, what about place to start them in, within South Africa so that's really the reasons you know we've been trading out there a long time so it makes sense to bring retail risk to life back out there yeah we had we had a, a a good very successful run and then obviously um, there were some local conditions and then that which will no longer be spoke about for a couple of years that stopped us all getting on airplanes uh, got in the way as well but give me an idea of the you know the lodge business you know what is it that you guys do let's focus on South Africa. Many people know what you do elsewhere in the world, but what does your local business look like? What services do you offer? Who do you work with? What's the sort of team on the ground? Yeah, sure. It's um, it's quite similar, really, in the way we operate it in um, the rest of the EMEA. But uh, so I suppose there's a few slight differences. So when it first started, it was test purchasing. So and we still do that up to this day. So it's all about test purchasing and uh, retail loss prevention. So. Still a lot of consultancy out there. And uh, back in 68, it was test purchasing. So when you ask who we work with, so pick and pay are one of the biggest um, and clicks. And, you know, they're the equivalent of Tesco's in the in the UK. So to put it in perspective, so we do their man guarding. Um, but interestingly, we've seen the dynamics change again. So across the years, has been quite, it has been quite fluid. And if we went back, well, 20 years on to 1988 time, we brought in the Polygraph Academy Honestly, over here, we brought in WZ. And if you can polygraph, 
don't get me wrong i love wz done my advance done all the got, got the badge still for those that remember but um yeah we can still polygraph so we have a polygraph academy and we can do sort of 20 a day um and you know it's a very different demographic out there a very different dynamic as many people will know um so we get called upon a lot to do um, polygraphing and special investigations so as we know you know guards are armed out there and i'm not trying to put people off coming it's a very safe environment and uh but we do have armed guards out there, et cetera, as, as it's normal practice. So, um, yeah, it's been quite interesting, the, the journey. And then, you know, it's been a very innovative um, part of the business. So first pinhole camera was deployed out there in 1987. Um, I could go through so many. You know, one of the things that was funny was the, um, the podiums you had at the front of some of the big four supermarkets over here. It was interesting because we actually, I think it was 1987, it originally went in slightly later, but we put them in many years ago. So although we do a lot of events, security and um, man guarding, we've seen a massive change into tech um, and it's nowhere near as advanced within South Africa as it is within the UK. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's interesting how the, what the future holds out in, there, out in South Africa. Yeah, and, and you know, many people, you know, a lot of our audience listening that are based in South Africa will be sort of familiar with those specific challenges of that market and what retailers are, are facing. But if you were to give a, an overview of retailing, you've alluded to the fact that, that guards can be armed in the South African market. But, but what, does the, what does the retailing landscape look like? You know, is there any insight? Is it shopping malls? Is it out of town? What's the structure like? You know, what, 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 can, you, what can you tell us about, you know, operating in that market? Um, it's very challenging. I think you find it, um, you know, we complain about violence here and you get it there. Obviously, the difference you have there is they're armed, as we've already mentioned, some of the offenders. So it can be it can be a challenge. And we're trying to we're trying to change it. So malls obviously are there, retail parks are there. Um, so the actual shopping landscape is very similar. The difference is the security is a lot more focused on physical um action so we're trying to change that well we are changing that so a recent project we're working on now be unfair to mention who um, but there's a massive change where we're doing remote intervention so we're bringing back all the cctv systems um, across hundreds of stores back into our own control room and then doing remote intervention remote viewing um, so it's truly blended um, and i know everyone talks about that in the uk and it's a, you know it's a buzzword and it's quite frustrating but um we're out there they're having to and i think there's a um, because of their um, financial struggles that they have within South Africa. Um, they have high unemployment, um, they have some low payout there, and it is a challenge. So we have, we have to think differently. And so it's a great market for us and um, with retailers, there's two major retailers we're working with out there now that were based you know, across the MEA, um, where they allow us to use it as a test bed, which is great. So yeah, you'll see, I think you'll see a huge change across to tech. Like I say, it's, um, it's very, probably 20 years behind where we are. Um, and so there's a lot we can offer them, which is nice. Yeah, interesting. You mentioned that that sort of you know, rolling out of tech, if you like, to sort of, you know, I guess, complement well-established physical security. Um, I'm going to come on and ask you about you know, a little bit more about where that's going and what people can expect to see from Lodge. But in time-honoured fashion, we're just going to take a short break, hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. For every type of business, the power of a data-driven security video management system designed to give you total control anywhere, anytime. 3X Logic. 
Welcome back to this week's edition of the Retail Risk Podcast. I am, of course, still talking to Darren Conway, Lodge Services, about their involvement uh, and the relaunch of Retail Risk Cape Town. Now, you were giving us a little bit of an overview of the Lodge business, 50 plus years in the South African market, which is incredible. So fast forward to March next year. Uh, people will hopefully come and join us at Retail Risk Cape Town. What can they expect from Lodge? Obviously, we'll have your smiling face there, uh, you know, meeting and greeting people. But, you know, maybe a little bit more about, you know, the focus area. You said technology is coming more online. What sort of conversations are you expecting to have? So, yeah, um, we like I say, innovation has been quite key out there anyway. And we've still got things out such you know smart shelves all the things that we still talk about in the uk that 30 year old toolbox that's still going strong within south africa so that's nice and i think we'll carry on seeing that i think the difference we have is um the data analytics is huge uh, it's not something that's commonly known within the south african retail market um, the integration into cctv with it um we'll just be discussing with them and how and this some of this might seem oh it's quite old within the uk but it's not to them as i've mentioned so um We've progressed with Transpy, which is our um, is our online video first solution, um, our cloud our cloud based solution. So we're integrating a lot of the systems for these retailers into one, and and it makes a phenomenal change. So they're heavily reliant, as I say, on people, um, and we're changing that. So within our stand and within you know what we present on the day, it will all be very much about that integrated solution with data, um, and we'll be focused on on Transpy. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that some of this stuff's, you know, tried and tested. Is it, I'm oversimplifying it, but is it fair to say, you know, a local retailers able to take advantage of something that is tried and tested, that does work, so you can go, okay, for your particular scenario, this is what we've done before, and we know if we drop it in, this is the return that you're going to get, or is that, is, is, it, is it a bit more complex than that? No, I think um, there's some challenges with infrastructure, as we know, they still load shed. Um, for those that don't know, the, their power goes off at various times. And I think they're on load shedding six at the moment. So um, our, the infrastructure we have to put in is significantly more. So if you took our offices and our control room, you know, the, the backup and from a BCRP perspective is huge. So uh, we have solar generator, um, USB is it, constant, um, how, but we still have troubles. Um, so we have to have the backup to the UK so we can flip between countries. And obviously that's just us as the, the security provider. So when you look at some of these big retailers, they have the same issues. They can't just um, trade smoothly. Um, and data interruption is probably the biggest thing with Wi-Fi and um, you know internet. So whatever we do, we have to take that into, into account. So when I say, you know, it's a cloud-based solution, all of a sudden that cloud-based isn't as straightforward within South African market. So you put servers back in. So you have to have backups at all times. So can you pick up what we do in the UK or in within Europe and move across? Yes, a tried and tested solution. We can present to them how we operate in other markets and territories. Um, and I swear, honestly, they are blown away by what, what, what can be delivered. So um, it's nice, we just have to look at infrastructure. Yeah, I guess with the, uh, you're right, the, uh, the power interruptions, it's. You know, and the redundancy and uh, that you have to build in. I'm guessing maybe what you learn on the ground in South Africa actually then gets exported into other parts of the world in terms of you know, how do you make your systems as fail safe as possible? You say, well, actually, we've been in you know, the South African market for 50 years. We've got all of this expertise in that area. You know, this is what we need to do in, in this part. So yeah, I'm assuming there's, there's some skills like that are coming out of the South African market and feeding into, into Lodge to deploy elsewhere also. 
Massively. I think, um, you know, even what's happening with the price of electric in the UK, we've just started to discuss where we put generators now. I and mean, whoever thought we would be at that stage, we're going, right, if we start load shedding within the UK, and I'm not starting some sort of major panic here, um, but by a generator, perhaps. Uh, yeah, we, we were looking at control rooms and offices. And so, yeah, you start taking your learnings and know-how within that market and bring them across. They do operate very differently. You know, everyone likes to say, you know, well, it's a small world, but um, there's very different cultural and uh, operational differences. So some of the simple things we would do here, we can't do over there. And, you know, the Poppy Act's in place and it's not accredited alongside the GDPR. So we have to be very careful in how we move data around and we move systems around. So some people in the UK, we put the DPIAs in place and uh, sharing agreements in place, et cetera, and we can use South Africa, but we can't do it in reverse and we can't do it for local governments, NHS, et cetera. So yeah, it's quite interesting. You learn a lot, but uh, yeah. I wouldn't say we've got it 100% right yet, but we're working on it. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I uh, I recently uh, replaced the batteries in the uh, uh, UPA, the uninterrupted power supply um, that I have in my office at home, just to make sure that uh, uh, we could operate for a period of time. So, uh, yeah, I also don't want to start a rumour, but uh, I think maybe uh, a bit of prudence. In, in... I, was thinking, uh, I was thinking of parking Tesla up at one of their charging stations and yeah. just leaving myself plugged in. And it's just like, at least I'm guaranteed some, you know, some electric here. But uh, yeah, it is, it, there is a interesting what's going to happen in the future, I think, with this. Yeah, maybe you bring your Tesla to my house and then run my house off your car. Perhaps that's the way it would break down on the way. <laughs> you would never make it. <laughs> You're all right. Now, look, um, I guess final question in terms of you know large hundred year uh, of, of experience within the business. Um, what new is coming online for you guys as we go into the second half of 2022 uh, and into 2023? What are you you know pick a market? Don't really mind, but just give us an overview of where you're looking to drive the business because I know that's your specific role within within Lodge to do that. Yeah, obviously, um, I think I mentioned it on one of the posts the other day when I went to the, if we can say it, the British Security Industry Awards, and uh, it was quite interesting going down there because I knew nobody. And you're like, oh, you feel like a fish out of water. Uh, you can go to a retail risk event and know everybody. And uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. But um, there's a lot of markets that we're working on. I never realised how big this world was. So um, it's quite nice to stay away from the retailers at the moment. So um and I don't mean that against anybody. I'm not saying we don't want your custom. What I'm just saying is it's quite nice to see, you know, emerging markets and new markets. So um, we're, we're seeing a lot more within corporate. Um, and that's an interesting model because uh, I don't always tick the corporate you know, box. Um, so, yeah, that, that one's a, a big push for us, most definitely. And what we're also seeing is the um, vacant properties and patrol. So the standard security, we're seeing a lot of requests for. So, you know, um, patrol and response is huge and roaming officers is still huge. Um, and we're getting that request on a daily basis. But I suppose going back to your question, where do you see it? What, what are we heading for and what we're doing next? Um, it's, it's all about artificial intelligence. Everything we're doing is about AI. Uh, honestly, 99% of the work we get in now is about artificial intelligence um, and remote intervention. So no one really wants that person to attend unless they really have to. So I think, you know, because we're seeing more violence and it's continuing, um, we just have to stay away from it and try and do it via, via technology. So as much as we're, you know, we're a heavily man guarding um, provider within the UK and within uh, the rest of EMEA, we're just getting a lot more requests for tech. 
Um, and I think it's because of the manpower shortage as well. So um, everyone's fully aware that manpower is a problem. Um, and so we just seen that flip across to tech. What can you do remotely for us? So, um, and that's an easy win for us because of the number of control rooms that we have operating. Yeah, I think the manpower, you know, you're hitting the, you know, I think it's going to be a driver for a while, isn't it, for the rollout of technology? Because yeah, it just seems that the workforce globally is in the wrong place. You've got massive shortages. Yeah, there's, there's some countries at the minute having bumper harvests, you know, the harvest that they've not seen in, in a generation and they just can't bring the bring the product in and then, you know, everything from fuel run on fuel in the UK because there was a shortage of tanker drivers or was there or wasn't there, who knows, but one of the papers says the world, so we all believed it. Um, and yeah, I think you're right, that's going to be a driver for that, that technology. So I have to say, um, you know, huge congratulations to, to Lodge. It's nice to see um, the ethics, a strong ethics of a family-owned business continue to, uh, to to make gains and to strive. Long may it continue. I wish you every success, um, I guess, for Lodge in the next 100 years. Um, amazing that you're helping to uh, to put Retail Risk Cape Town back on the map. Uh, I know my flights are already booked, so I'm looking forward to being there. We've got some amazing speakers to be announced, uh, so really looking forward to that one. So that's the 9th of March at the stunning Radisson blue in cape town harbour but darren for now um always a pleasure see you soon and seeing cape town in march pleasure thanks very much paul look forward to it